In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in October of 2022. I'm Donna Blanchard, and while we recognize that our friend Mickey is dying, we would like to welcome you to another day of his life. This day is a little different because Mickey is in the background. He's uh, on mic. He's here with us, but we are going to spend this time talking with the rest of the team, which is Susan Wright, who manages our PR and just a whole host of support, and James Charisma, who's in charge of our social media and um, our producer. So hello, Susan and James. Hello. Hi, how's it going? It's very strange to introduce you <laughs> instead of Mickey. Yeah, it's going well. I'm really glad that the three of us are taking this time to talk about what we've been going through. And I want to say that very early on in this process, um, and I, Mickey, I don't know if I ever said this to you, I was recording the bumpers that go on the show, what what you hear before and after each of our conversations and for the front bumpers i recorded this episode was recorded in may of 2022 this episode was recorded in june of 2022 and i got up to october and i was like i I I got so emotional about it and I wasn't sure where to go because at that time, this was May, I didn't know how many I should record. Should I record beyond October? And of course, now we know I should. But uh, I contacted James and Susan about it and said, I don't know what it's normal to do in this situation. And James said, Nothing is normal about what we're doing. <laughs> 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 Nothing is normal about, I know that there are death doulas. I know there's lots of people working in hospice. I know there's lots of people working with terminal, you know, stage four cancer patients who do deal with this sort of thing on a day-to-day basis. But I think we're really breaking new ground by having this ongoing conversation with you, Mickey, and muddling our way through it. So I think that it is, I couldn't ask for a better group of people to be spending this time with, and that includes Mickey as well as Susan and James. Um, And I thought it would be nice if we spent an episode just talking about how we came to this project and how it is, how we are living with it day to day, because it's certainly been um, a very new experience for me. But let's not make this all about me. Let's make this about Susan for a little while. Would you tell us, um, tell our audience how you came to this project? Well, I was blown away with the opportunity Uh, when Donna first approached it. uh, It was really serendipitous because I had gotten a call from a friend about a week prior to talking to Donna 
um, who was very dear to me. Uh, I've, we've been friends since high school, which is a long time ago. <laughs> and, um, you know, she had really been there for me when my mom was struggling with brain cancer and ultimately passed away. And she was talking to me and she said, Susan, you know, you should, you should do something with a podcast, a podcast. And I was like, where is this coming from? And, you know, I've always liked to, you know, kind of write little short stories or, um, you know, have some other outlets for expression, but podcasts had not really been something that was top of mind. And I thought, gosh, well, you know, um, thanks. You know, I don't know what to do with that, but that's really interesting. And she's like, let me send you some podcasts. You know, you should really think, look into this more. And sure enough, she starts texting me different episodes that she's uh, a fan of. And oh, flash forward a week later and, or about there, you know, about that time frame. Um, and Donna says, you know, here's this really unique situation and unique idea, you know, but it might be a bit of a challenge. It's dealing with cancer and, you know, maybe not everybody's up for it. And, but what do you think? And it was almost like that kind of chicken skin moment where it just rushes over you because it just felt like it was meant to be because it had been kind of put into the universe, put in, put out there through my friend with this, you know, connection to my mom, where you, you have questions that I wish I had had a better opportunity to maybe ask her some things that, um, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard to know what to ask. And we get this this wonderful opportunity through Mickey to, to speak to someone who's so frank and open um, and coming from such a great place that we can ask the difficult questions that are hard for us when we're dealing with, with loved ones going through cancer or for people going through it themselves. And, um, and to have that gift and to have it come on the heels of somebody that was so instrumental with uh, you know, going through that process with my mom it just felt you know, um, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm, you know, so grateful and humbled for the opportunity to have it with Donna and with Mickey um, every day. It's been, yeah, an amazing opportunity. That's awesome. And yeah, Susan, Susan and James both immediately said yes when I asked about being involved here. And, um, I love the synchronicity that you had, Susan, coming to this and that we were able to be a part of coming to this. And my goodness, I cannot imagine doing this without you. Uh, I'm so glad that it was just the right time for you and us. Um, James, what, what was your experience when I said, let's do this? <laughs> Uh, actually, I was I was pretty reticent. Uh, I did say yes immediately. I wanted to be involved, but you know I was trying to wrap my head around how much time Mickey might have had left. And I remember he had made some social media announcements, and I just felt so nervous about starting a project that that was going to take some of his time. You know, because I know that uh, Donna, you mentioned that you and him spoke about doing a creative project uh, together. Um, but, you know, I've never worked on a podcast before. I wasn't sure how many hours that was going to entail. Uh, and so I, I was trying to wrap my head around the whole thing. And I think one of the initial concepts uh, you had was that we could possibly, you and I might possibly co-host the show. 
uh, but then I was thinking, man, I don't want too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak. I think when someone's listening into a podcast, it should be, at least in the case of this podcast, it should be kind of that intimate dialogue. Uh, and I didn't want to kind of overshadow that with too many voices. Um, and I just wanted to be, I was, I still am, I, I, maybe not as much, but I wanted to be very respectful of Nikki's time and make sure that this was always something that he felt good about, that he thought it was a, wor a worthy kind of uh, expenditure of effort and, and resources to do and to be involved with. Um, but he's told us numerous times he, he has. And I think seeing the response from people in the community uh, who, who seem to love the podcast, who can relate to it and connect with it, uh, I think it I think it definitely has, has made this huge impact. Uh, and it's been wonderful to be part of. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said yes. And I know that um, I really wanted you to be a co-host on it because I knew from the get-go that this might be emotionally difficult for me at times. But I will say that both Susan and James, even though our listeners don't hear them on some of the episodes, not at all, they are... They are very present and we chat before I hit the record button and they're right there. We're in a Google doc together while we're doing this. So if they have follow-up questions, they feed me, they go ahead and do that. Um, and then we reconnoiter after each episode, which is also super important. And I, I, I can't imagine... I know that if I ever have a moment where I break down, one of you is going to jump in. Uh, uh, I know for certain. And um, I want to let the audience know there have been times we've been doing this for a little while now. And there have been times when one of this group was uh, uh, Susan or James was unable to be, a, you know, if Mickey or I can't be there, of course, we're going to delay an episode, but there've also been times when Susan or James couldn't be there. And of course we delayed those also because we're a team and uh, every member here is uh, so integral to what we're doing. I, I will say that um, Mickey and I were friends from time that we spent together at an organization in uh, Chinatown, uh, Honolulu's Chinatown. Uh, he was a wonderful guy that would show up and just help out and volunteer and say, I love this organization. I want to be a part of making it work. And um, that's mostly where I saw him, except for on Facebook. I would also see him there and an occasional phone call here and there. And when I saw Mickey's posts on Facebook, we hadn't talked for a while, but I immediately had a reaction to them. And um, these are not public posts. You can't go into his Facebook and look up and find him. For those of us who were his friends, we could see him speaking very openly and honestly about his journey with cancer and his prognosis and his outlook. And I engaged with him a, a few times there and just said something like, oh, my God, this is so powerful. I'm amazed that you're doing this. It's wonderful. And one afternoon, Mickey called me and said, I'm, uh, I have time and I want to help people. So 
you're a creative person with connections. What do you think we could do? And I immediately said, oh, a podcast. And I think like in the same breath, I said, <laughs> I want to get Susan and James involved in this also, because I knew that this was going to be, uh, could potentially help a lot of people. And I wanted to make sure that I opened every road we possibly could to together opening roads to people hearing what we're doing. Um, I feel like during this time with Mickey, and there were times when we, we've recorded, the most we ever did was four episodes in one evening. That's a lot. Uh, of what we are doing. And Mickey's a friend. He's a wonderful life force. He's a font of knowledge on not just philosophy, uh, a, a lot of uh, religion and spirituality and life in general and an all around nice guy. So we all get the pleasure of that, but we're also uh, benefiting from him speaking so openly about how are you feeling today? And he'll talk to us about uh, you know, catheterization and uh, sleeping a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, and I, I want to ask James and Susan, I'd like to hear from you about just your thoughts about how this podcast has affected you, shaped you in any way. For For my part, I'll say that there have been times when I have, we've recorded an episode and I've been uh, never mad, but sometimes miffed at Mickey because we didn't go in the direction that I thought we would go. Uh, and I feel like it's been so, I'm, I've always been really uncomfortable about death. I think like a lot of people. Um, I've also experienced a lot of death of loved ones in my life. And it's been, it's like the, that monster in the closet that you don't want to let out. And this podcast, not only letting the monster out, but humanizing it. And I'm sorry, Nikki, it sounds like I'm calling you a monster, but you know, the, that, Arr. the, that, um, presence uh, you've brought death into our lives in a way that is comfortable. I hope people who listen to the podcast feel it's comfortable to have this conversation with you. And it's also, you know, in our communities, in our circles, it's important that we accept the good, bad, and the ugly in everyone. And I've never had to go this far before. I mean, not that you've ever been unpleasant to talk to, Mickey, but I've never had someone in that, you know, in in my tight knit, we talk every week circle going through this. And um, it's been enlightening. It's been broadening. I feel like it has broadened my spirit just, just being a part of this, this project. And I'm so very grateful for that. Um, Susan, especially, I worried about you, especially since you have dealt with loss of a parent due to cancer so recently in your life. Was it difficult 
is it difficult? You know, um, yeah, I, I, I wondered how I would journey through this and I tend to sometimes be that guarded person that puts up the walls and doesn't necessarily have a, a breakdown when you're on a microphone or in front of people, but there've definitely been moments that have choked me up, but it's always been with, with gratitude. Uh, one thing when my mom, uh, you know, towards the end, she, you know, she was so tired and she would fall asleep and people would want to see her all the time, of course. So they would come by the house and sometimes she would be awake and would love to talk and, or she had difficulty actually speaking towards the end, but she would love to see them. You could tell. Um, and other times she'd be sleeping and it would be really, really hard to wake her. And sometimes we wouldn't want to wake her because she needed that rest. And being able to have a conversation with someone like Mickey, who's going through it and can share, here's what exhaustion can be like, because I sometimes felt people thought, you know, uh, what was the worst is I sometimes got the feeling that people thought we were giving her medic extra medication. So she wouldn't be, you know, we didn't have to deal with it. And that was the worst. That was the thought because that was not the case ever. In fact, we were very fortunate. She didn't need a lot. Um, it was very only at the very, very end. And, um, and it would hurt my feelings because I would see her and I'd be up with her at midnight or one o'clock at night reading her a book and she'd be wide awake and I'd be so tired, but she'd be like, because she would sleep during the day. And to be able to talk to someone about it, you know, is it, is it annoying when people keep wanting to be with you, but does it recharge you too to get to be with your loved ones? Um, what's that balance? Can you just say you're tired and will people understand and um and to have mickey ex explain how it both recharges him and can be tiring <laughs> and and that whole journey it was really moving for me because um you know i saw it and it you couldn't always control when somebody had their good days and their bad and but that might be the day that someone was free to come by and it was always a little bit of a heartbreaking situation to try to navigate that um and and be of a help to her um, in navigating that. So being able to, to, to go through that with Mickey and hearing a voice of someone dealing with it has been such a gift because, um, yeah, that was, that there just been things that have been a challenge that to get to hear his take on it has been really, um, very helpful. Heal. Has it been Heal. healing for you? Healing. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. My son is, is young. Uh, he's 12 and he knows that we go to record podcasts and he's rooting for Mickey. And it's such a, it's so sweet because he knows the situation and he knows grandma also, you know, was dealing with cancer. Um, and it, um, and it's just, he'll check in on it. And it, so it's become a part of our family in a way, a bit a part of our, um, life. Um, and it's, and it's been very, just again, very enriching and rewarding. And, um, I'm so I just feel blessed, honestly, from the experience. So, yeah. Thank that's Yeah. Great. Thank you for that. Yeah, it is definitely, that's beautiful. I mean, I know we feel like family, but to know that it's part of your family as well. I, I have family members who cannot listen because of the closeness to other family members who have passed due to cancer in time, you know, maybe. 
everybody can or cannot come as they will to this. So James, who is through all of this, keeps track of our time, knows doggone well. He's got less than five minutes to talk. <laughs> James, <laughs> no, no problem. How, um, has this, how has this changed you or affected you? Well, I think, you know, for the most part, I think that, you know, in our daily lives, we really take, we take a lot of people for granted. And I don't want to say we don't appreciate our loved ones and our neighbors and our acquaintances, but we assume everyone's going to be there tomorrow. And so oftentimes, you know, we, we talk about what's happening on the day to day or what we read in the news or kind of these minute details without getting to, you know, the real, real topics of, you know, what are our lives about? What, what are our passions? What are our hopes or our regrets? And, you know, my kind of takeaway from this is that I'm so I'm grateful for this opportunity to talk to Mickey and, of course, to spend time and talk to Donna and Susan and to, to hear these stories. But it's a reminder for me, and I hope it's a reminder for our listeners to talk to the people in all of our own lives, you know, to always cherish someone and to find out more about, hey, what were your dreams or what was the craziest thing that happened to you? What's something that, you know, that, that really moved you in your life or, you know, even if it's. A subject matter, you know, Donna, as you mentioned, where death can be a very, it's a very loaded subject, you know, and, and on, this, on this podcast, we've also talked about, you know, some of Mickey's, you know, religious beliefs and political beliefs and, you know, social issues. And so, you know, not being afraid to broach those topics of conversation, but to use it as an opportunity to connect, you know, every time we record an episode, it's a reminder to me to, to always try and have meaningful conversations, not just here, but, but you know, all throughout my life. Um, outside of this podcast, I write magazine articles. So I'm always asking people about their lives and writing stories. But, you know, it's a reminder for me to, to go beyond that. It's not just, you know, a thousand word story. It's, it's someone's life and someone's thoughts and, and someone's dreams. And it's important to, to kind of have that, keep that in mind. Yeah, I thank you for that. I feel like um, there's there's a lot to... You know, when you're writing your articles, James, you're seeking out specific information and you're telling a story in a specific way and you can look the other way, you know, but right. in our circles with our people in our lives, as long as you have a circle and want to be a part of one, you you gotta accept that we're not always gonna agree all the time and it's life is not always gonna be pretty and pleasant. And it's just so, I mean, this is the meaning of community, right? That we are all together dealing with slogging through the stuff that we don't wanna face, but we're gonna do it together. Very true, yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm gonna wrap this up thank you so much mickey for listening in and susan and james for adding your story to um everything else that we've been going through thank you i'm looking forward to more episodes it's gonna be great okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay aloha i'm donna blanchard james charisma is our producer susan wright is our content advisor PR agent, and support team member. Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Hoku Award-winning album, Waipunale. We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us to learn about living while dying. <laughs>